Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic. Sorry to bring in the KSL 5 investigative team right now who, quite frankly, in their reporting last night at 10 on KSL 5 News, called out police departments in several cities across Utah. So it doesn't matter where you live. Uh, leave the dial alone right now because this could involve your city. So as a, as a result, I mean, you guys have they have pieced together um, multiple cases of one individual accused of assaulting women. Yep. Uh, di- sexual assault, yep. right? Yep. Okay, so I want to make sure I get that right. In numerous different in different jurisdictions, um, so different cities, and then the, these women go to report it to police, and it's like they it's falling on deaf ears. Taylor Morgan in today for Dave Noriega. Um, this is, I mean, th- this story to me, in my mind, it just highlights Utah's system of injustice. Yeah, where women go in and report a crime, but then they. Their case never sees the light of day. It's like essentially sees the round file, and and they they don't hear back from police. Yeah, and we, I mean, we have seen this uh, many times. Uh, this reminds me of the Lauren McCluskey case, where there was a hey. lack of communication and coordination between the University of Utah Police Department and the Salt Lake City Police Department, and information was not shared. It went into silos. And if and, I recall, he was on parole. Yes, as well. The individual who was the the uh, killer yeah. of Lauren McCluskey. Here, let's let's get the, the story with the investigative team. We're going to bring him in in just a moment to help walk us through it. But he, but here's it gives you a taste of what one victim uh, went through when she reported it to police. I didn't want anyone else to have to experience what I had, but I felt like I did what I could. I reported just feels like it's never enough. It's never mm. enough. Uh, KSL Television investigative reporter Daniela Rivera and investigative producer Kara Ferdmond in studio with us right now. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, Kara, did you start the digging on I did. this? Okay. Yep. So who are you tracking the individual, the suspect in these in these multiple cases? Let's start there. So his name is Joshua Homer. He's 27 years old. And his uh, cases and accusations go back to 2010 mm. when he was in junior high. And numerous women, Daniela, are you're, you're, I've, I saw your story. You're, you're out interviewing many, many women who are telling sort of a, a similar twisted tale about their encounter with this individual. So last night's report just looked at the sexual assault investigations against Joshua Homer. We looked at the cases of 12 women who came forward, reported to police a sexual assault. Only two of those led to charges. 12 women? 12 women. A dozen. And is it safe to assume that there are likely other victims who didn't report? We know that about 10 to 12 percent of sexual assaults are reported Mm. based on studies. So we've been told by experts you have to assume there's others out yeah. there who haven't yeah. gone to police but we just looked at the 12 who went to police regarding a sexual assault so kira they these women are in different they probably live in different cities so they go to their local police department yep. pretty typical yep uh and then their cases in many obviously in 10 different instances go don't result in in charges what happens to these cases well what we saw last night was honestly shocking we saw um two women who took their cases to the davis county sheriff's office um and they never heard anything again 
for two years until mm. we started calling and asking what happened to those cases. So they had no idea if it was even being nope. investigated. They did not have a case number. They couldn't find that number until um, we were able to provide it for them. It took three grammar requests on our part. So we file here broadcast yep. house records requests mm-hmm. and you find we finally found their report. They were bunched together into one report that ended with the detective saying that there were more reports in another jurisdiction and that that case would be closed with no further investigation required. It never went anywhere. It died right there right in there. 2020. But yet they he acknowledges in that report that there are other cases and other Police departments are looking into those cases, but but they never talk. I mean, do they do the, do we need to give them phones? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, right? Do they do they not text back and forth with other departments? It seems pretty. We know that several like, Davis County departments did have a meeting in 2020 to talk about the multiple cases that they were having mm-hmm. reported. Um, it it appears like they decided several cases were more likely to lead to charges than others. Unfortunately, those cases never led to charges either. Hmm. So one city, one department is assuming another city will pursue the charges. Yes. And everyone is assuming someone else is doing something and nobody does anything. Exactly. And look, we didn't find one department or one detective or one singular person messing up. This truly seems systemic. Yeah. That's why I call it Utah's system of injustice. And I've called it that for years because when I was in the investigative unit, we just found example after example of victims and cases falling through the cracks. Or in your case, uh, you found people weren't even, women weren't even getting a call back. Yep. You interviewed. Justin Boardman, uh, Daniela. He's a retired detective, I believe, with West Valley City PD. Yep. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen him, but I saw him in your story, and and I thought this was very pointed because my my question was just as as a viewer of your story, and you answered this: What should people expect to happen when they report a case like this? So let's listen. You take the report. You have the survivor come in. And you talk with that survivor and listen to their experience. That's procedural justice. And that is something that we are horrible with. Were there cases where women were not even interviewed? Absolutely. And you heard that with the the Utah County case. That woman came in and she said that she had called up. And it it was a five-minute phone call with a detective. And that case was closed the day after she had reported, made the initial report. Um, The sheriff's office says in that case that she was not ready to move forward. But I will note that several months later, she found out about a state investigation into the same person, asked if she could be part of that investigation. Those state investigators interviewed her. They collected evidence that was not collected by the first agency she reported to. And her case is now under investigation. Great work. Uh, Last night focused on where police departments had dropped the ball and not... Um, effectively, or in some cases at all, thoroughly investigated uh, allegations, serious allegations of sexual assault. And tonight, I'm going to just give our listeners a taste of what they're going to see tonight on KSL 5 News at 10. The vast majority of these cases are only resolved through one thing, and that's a confession. If we don't get a confession to prove that there was lack of consent from our suspect, this case goes nowhere. What about DNA? That was a stunning thing to understand, that there's an organization operating under this belief that most of these cases, we need a rapist to say, yes, I raped. 
And that will be addressed by experts in tonight's reporting as well. All right. Great work. Kara uh, Feridman and Daniela Rivera of KSL 5 Television's investigative team. Thanks for stopping by studio and breaking down um, what you discovered and uncovered. You can see their full report, and it is worth every second of your time. I watched it this morning, and I'm going to go back and watch it again. Um, I don't, you know, I think especially if you are, um, I would just say, raising young women and um, you feel like you need to empower them as a parent. This is excellent reporting, and it gives you an insight into how police departments should work and, unfortunately, how they are not working. Um, thanks so much. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thank you. Can we have you guys back tomorrow? Absolutely. Absolutely. We wanna, we, yeah. So, so now you've got me wondering <laughs> if prosecutors are doing their jobs. And wait until you hear what they have to say about this whole he said, she said myth. All right. Well, we're going to leave it at that. Mm. Thanks so much.